So the LCD GX, it's Odyssey's second gaming oriented headset and one that blends a lot of the different design and driver technologies of the company. Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, I'm Chrono and you're watching The Headphone Show. Today with me I have Odyssey's LCD GX, which was loaned out to me for review by Headphones.com. The LCD GX retails for $8.99 and it's a full-size LCD-style planar magnetic headphone that makes use of the LCD-X's diaphragm in combination with the LCD-4's fluxor magnets, albeit in a single-sided configuration. These are extremely efficient at an impedance of 20 ohms and a sensitivity level of 100 dB. I actually had no issues getting both plenty of volume and good sound quality from my motherboard's onboard audio, as well as my MacBook. Still, I'll admit that I did prefer the way that they sounded when powered by my IFI IDSD Micro Black label. For accessories, you definitely get a lot of them with the LCD GX. First, you get Odyssey's LCD series travel case, which although not portable, will keep your headphones safe should you need to travel with them. You also get two cables. One is a standard LCD series cable, which measures 1.9 meters in length and has a quarter inch termination. And the second one is a 3.5 millimeter TRSS connector cable that measures eight feet and has a built-in boom mic. Lastly, you get two adapters, a 3.5mm splitter to hook up the microphone and headphones to your computer, as well as an OMTP to CTIA audio adapter, which reverses mic and ground connection. Moving on to the LCD GX's build, I think it's pretty great. It's made up almost entirely out of very sturdy metal, with the only omissions being the suspension strap and ear pads, which are made of synthetic leather. You can see that it utilizes Odyssey's newer magnesium chassis, which, although almost identical in size to traditional LCD headphones, cuts down the weight significantly. Now, they're definitely still hefty at 460 grams, but that is almost 200 grams lighter on average than Odyssey's traditional design. The only real complaint I have for build is that the suspension headband on this headphone stretches very easily compared to the lambskin variant, so it might need replacement down the line. Overall, I'd still say that this is a very premium and well put together build. Comfort is also for the most part very good. Like on other LCD series headphones, the pads on the LCD GX are very large and deep, providing ample room for your ears to fit in. The reduction in weight from the magnesium chassis is a welcome design choice as it allows for more people to comfortably wear the headphone and just makes them generally less fatiguing. Like with the build, my only real complaint for comfort is the stretching of the suspension strap as it causes the metal headband to come in contact with the user's head, applying some pressure. I personally did not experience this, but I wanted to point it out as it seems to be a very common point of concern online. Okay, so now we've reached the sound section of this review and I have to say that I really didn't know what to expect when I went for that first listen on the LCD GX. My past experience with a full-size LCD headphone was the 2020 LCD 2, which required pretty significant EQ before I got it to the point where I thought that it sounded great. Additionally, I was slightly concerned that these would have a, a funky tuning as most gaming headphones do, but they didn't. And instead, what I found was that out of the box, the LCD GX provided one of the most enjoyable listening experiences I've had recently as their presentation is just very nice, warm and lush sounding. So let's talk about how they sound. Let's start off by talking about the LCD GX's bass, which like on the LCD 2 is great. So 
For extension, they perform really well and they reach all the way down to 20 hertz in an almost completely linear fashion. I thought that they only rolled off ever so slightly at around 30 hertz. So these definitely have the ability to reproduce sub bass and they have a good sense of depth. I also found the detail in the bass to be very good. I think that they easily outperformed headphones like the HD660S and DT1990 Pro for resolution in the lows. I still found the Hi-Fi Man Ananda and LCD2 to be better articulated, but the LCD GX were very, very close. So I'd say that if you're looking for a headphone with good, deep, clean bass, I think that the LCD GX is a good option. Moving on to the LCD GX's mid-range, I actually was surprised by how good it was because unlike on the LCD2, it didn't throw off the headphone's tonality. So I never thought that these sounded unnatural in any way and I, I found them to be quite laid back. So they're slightly dipped at 2K and that made some instruments of which body lies in that region of the FR come across as a little quiet. And I also thought that they could use a bit more presence at 4.5K, but overall, I really liked the tonality of the mid-range on this headphone. It has very good body in the lower mids and then the cool down upper mid-range makes for a very smooth and easy listening experience. And again, they're actually very natural sounding both tonality and timbre. I also thought that the resolution was pretty good. I thought that they were a little clearer in their delivery of the mid-range than the Hi-Fi Man Ananda and almost as detailed as a post-EQ LCD2. Lastly, for the LCD GX's frequency response, we have the highs, which I really, really enjoy on this headphone. They're admittedly a little on the warmer, darker side, even from my preference, but Again, their tuning is just so smooth and well-balanced. There really weren't any strange dips or fatiguing peaks that I heard for me to talk about. And I also thought that they extended very nicely into the upper treble. These have very good air qualities above 10K. For resolution, I also thought that they performed really well. They have well-detailed highs that faithfully reproduced the nuances in the treble region. I think that in that regard, they're on par with the Hi-Fi Man Ananda and just a touch behind a post-EQ LCD2. There really isn't much for, for me to say about the treble on this headphone. I think that it's a very good option if you prefer a warmer, more relaxed sound signature, or if you're just a little treble sensitive. So now let's talk about soundstage imaging and layering. And these categories I think are particularly relevant to gaming. And seeing as this is a gaming headphone, you know, black and red aesthetic, boom mic, um, I'll also take the opportunity to discuss how this headphone performs in that application. So starting off with soundstage, I personally consider them to be fairly wide sounding. I think that they're about on par with the LCD2 and that for reference, I think is slightly wider than the DT1990 Pro and significantly wider than something like an HD600 series headphone. For gaming, I think that the soundstage's width is able to provide an immersive experience in single-player games, as well as open-world games, as they do a decent job at recreating the game world's atmosphere. Imaging is also good. I did not really have any issues telling which direction sounds originated from on the LCD GX, and this is very important for games like first-person shooters in which you need the headphones you wear to accurately reveal the location of crucial sound cues like enemy footsteps, weapon reloads, as well as callouts, so you're never caught off guard. Still, I found the DT990, the DT1990 Pro, and the LCD2 to be slightly more precise in this regard, so if you're looking for a premium, high-end open-back headphone for FPS games, I suggest you look at those other headphones, as I would consider them to be a little bit more reliable. 
Okay, so layering isn't really that important for gaming, but I still found it slightly underwhelming on the LCD GX. Now, while I do think that they do instrument separation better than most other headphones that I've heard under $1,000, I didn't think that they distinguished the different vocals and instruments that made up tracks quite as clearly as the Hi-Fi Mini Nanda and LCD One. And I do wonder if this, as well as the slightly less precise imaging, is a result of the omission of the phaser waveguide technology, which according to Odyssey, improved sound stage and imaging. Anyhow, moving on to the dynamics, I feel like this is an interesting category for the LCD GX because I feel like they have a very good overall level of impact. They have a very, a very nice punch and slam quality. However, their delivery feels slightly softer than on the LCD2 and I think that that's because the LCD GX doesn't have the same level of immediacy and that's a trait I commonly associate with planar magnetic headphones. By comparison, the Hi-Fi Man Ananda and LCD2 both sound a lot tighter and snappier in the way that they present sound. Still, I really enjoy the dynamics of the LCD GX and I really feel like it's a quality that livened up the music that I listen to. This is a headphone where I really feel as though it can reproduce the weight which with instruments are played with, as well as the tension that they carry in, a mix, in the mix. An example I think of is uh, listening to the percussive instruments that accompany the outro solo in Carlos Santana's uh, Oye Como Va. They, on this headphone, they have a lot of impact and energy and it just gives them a very realistic presence. And that's a quality that so far I've only really heard on the LCD2 and LCD GX. And it's definitely something I enjoy and appreciate. Very briefly, I wanted to mention that as per usual, I've made an EQ profile for the LCD GX. However, I really don't think that this headphone needs EQ as it's not really there to fix any problems. It's just there to bring the headphone closer to my personal preference, which is fairly similar to the Harman target curve. So I'll leave a link in the description down below to a post I've made in the headphone community forums, which is a EQ compilation. And you'll find that preset for the LCD GX there. So I'm sorry if I kind of gushed over the LCD GX in this review, but I really think that it's a great headphone that does a lot of things right. I mean, the magnesium chassis cuts down the weight significantly and greatly improves comfort over previous LCD series headphones. And out of the box, it has a very good enjoyable tonality that I don't think requires EQ. And it's very likely the best FR out of any of the uh, LCD headphones. And it also does deliver good technical performance. So. I guess my conclusion to this video is that I wish that they made a non-gamer version of this headphone because I feel like it would make a very valuable entry in Odyssey's LCD series lineup. And I feel like this headphone makes the LCD2 Classic irrelevant because the LCD2 Classic requires significant EQ before it sounds, you know, remotely good. And it also doesn't have quite as good technical performance. So I feel like if they made an LCD-M version of this, sold it without the travel case and have it replace uh, the LCD2 Classic at $799, I think that this would definitely be one of the best options out there. So lastly, I just thought I'd quickly discuss LCD GX versus regular phasered non-classic LCD2. And I think it comes down to two factors. The first one is the weight. If you don't think that you know, you'll be able to handle the LCD2's weight, which is roughly 130 grams heavier than this headphone, then I'm immediately gonna recommend the LCD GX. And more importantly, there's the sound. So if you don't EQ, just go with the, the GX. If you don't like EQing, just go with the GX because I feel like it has a much better tonality out of the box. Whereas even though I feel the LCD2 sounds and performs better after EQ, without it, it really sounds uh, wonky. So if you don't EQ, just go with the LCD GX. 
Anyways, that's all for me today. I hope you found this review helpful and this video enjoyable. If you did, do consider dropping a like. And if you'd like to learn more about the LCD GX or other headphones, I do recommend checking out all the different educational and review articles available on headphones.com. Also, do consider subscribing to the Headphone Show for more headphone and audio content. Until next time, this is Chrono signing off.